Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome to Only Stupid Answers, the best thing podcast you could put your little ears into. Happy quarantine, everyone. It's almost summertime, but don't worry. Just stay inside. Don't be one of those people that goes outside right now. Wear a mask. Be responsible. Hold don't on. Don't go to the movie theaters. Don't go. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> where don't, you're going. Don't, don't go. go. Just don't go. Wait, is it almost summer? Or is it summer? Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, we got to use the air conditioning now. I feel like it's summer. Yeah. It once the air conditioning goes, hot. it's summertime. I realize I've been inside too long that I laid outside for about 30 minutes two weeks ago mm-hmm. and I the back of my legs got sunburned and that <laughs> genuinely blows a lot. <laughs> that was that's I was a big disappointment, but I'm happy to be back. DJ, yes. how are you doing? I'm Thank doing you for all. coming to another episode of our show. <laughs> oh, yes, I'm, I'm happy to be a part of our show, but we have a very special guest today. We do. You might know her from uh, uh, After Buzz's coverage for RuPaul Drag Race. You might know her from Dr. Phil. You might know her from her uh, cosmetic company, Bat Me. Please welcome Jayla Rocks. Jayla, thank you so much for joining us today. You made me sound like super cool. I love that intro. Can I get just get like that little bit and I can die happy? Well, yeah, yeah, I'll film it better. <laughs> I'll get a cleaner shot so it's not me like clipping out of reality over here, but then I'll, I'll make it look better. You can put it on like your voicemail or something. <laughs> no, really. Thank you so much for having me. I'm like geeking out, like literally. So I like at the beginning of the show, I told you guys I felt so bad because I didn't have my shield. So I brought my Shuri Funko Pop, you know? So, so cool. Yes, I know. She's a part of my Black Ladies of Excellence. So I have a, a bunch of like, you know, influential women, including RuPaul as mm-hmm. a Funko Pop. So I think I'm pretty cool, right? Yes. Yeah. That's 100%. Awesome. Do you have a vote on whether it is summer or not? Do you have an opinion? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> okay. So you know it's summer because when we think about summer, we think about like the drink of the season. And right now I am like drinking White Claw. So... It's the drink of the summer. So it's, it's technically summer after every sip, right? There you yeah. go. There you it's go. A little, it's a little bit of, you get to taste like Hawaii or the beach. Yeah. Or being well, it's more like spring break. <laughs> it, White Claw tastes like, have you ever chewed on a Brillo pad? <laughs> it's very <Yes>. that. <laughs> <laughs> what a yes. ringing endorsement. <laughs> They should We're put big the, fans. Yeah, they should put that on the side of the can. Like, hey, wait, oh, hold on. Have you ever chewed on a Brillo pad? <laughs> I gotta, I gotta come clean about something. I, for years, would relentlessly mock anyone that would drink uh, Lacroix or any kind of sparkling water. You were mean about it. I was mean about. Yeah. It. I called names. <laughs> I, I block people. Uh, no, but I, um, I, I, I have to say, I have to retract all of my my ill my ill words, ill words, whatever. But I, yeah, I, I now I'm a big, it. I'm a big fan. I'm a huge fan. All of the different types of sparkling water. It's delicious. It's amazing. It, it feels like I'm being healthy. I kind of am because it's just it's just canned water <laughs> with a little like a hint of a flavor, but it's just enough. It's like weird. It tricks you. It's like I'm about to drink a Sprite, but then when it gets into your mouth, you're like, oh n- nope. <laughs> yeah. No, you're, you're no, not it's not. Right. You're drinking. You're drinking a psych. Yeah. One hundred percent. 
One hundred percent. It's a lie that I can get on board with, uh, and I think that's a ringing endorsement that Lacroix can put on the side of their uh, their uh, cans. In kind of, I felt the same way when I drink White Claw. I need to give it another shot. I got it as a Christmas present for my father, who did not enjoy it, <laughs> who did not enjoy that gift. But you know what? Maybe we'll give it another swing. I'll give it a give it a try. Uh, Jayla, uh, for the folks at home, I, gave, I, I mentioned a couple of things that people might recognize you from, but uh, what? Uh, well, let let, uh, let the people know out there what are the projects that you have worked on in the past. Oh my God, I feel like I've been everywhere. I've worked with okay. Well, let's start from the beginning. So yeah. I've always been a theater kid, always growing up, and my very first role was Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Don't judge me, but <laughs> <laughs> like I guess at that time it was like my first moment of being like actually in the spotlight, mm-hmm. and I was like, this is pretty cool. I really like it. And I guess fast forward 20 plus years later, I've got the chance to work with so many great people, like so many mm-hmm. different great artists. I'm not going to name drop. I'm not that person. Um, Please and- drop the names. We, we won't. We won't judge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we like hearing stories. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I've worked with uh, one of my favorites I've ever worked with was the Pussycat Dolls. Um, that one is like really great. So they have um, really good friends with Robin Anton and she's the creator. And she's been a very like great mentor to me throughout all of these years. And since my move, because I'm a Southern girl. So since yeah. my move to L.A., I've been able to adapt. And I think, you know, having the confidence like a Pussycat Doll to do the things that I need to do, yeah. you know. But uh, yeah, I, I've been everywhere. And I guess my biggest one right now would be Dr. Phil. Mm-hmm. And that's like this close to Oprah. So that means I kind of know Oprah just a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. A little bit of that Oprah rubbed <laughs> off. Just a little bit. So wait, where are you from in the South? Because I'm, I'm from originally yeah. from Florida. Okay. Yeah. I'm originally from Atlanta, Georgia. Nice. You hear that Georgia, that mm-hmm. little swing? And I used to live in Jacksonville, Florida. Okay. Um, Three years, and then I kind of traded in like the hurricanes for like wildfires yes. and earthquakes. So yes, I'm okay with it. I will say, <laughs> in in defense of the hurricanes, which obviously I'm not a big fan of, at least they let you know that they're coming. Yeah, and yeah. Then we actually okay. You're from Florida, so you know this. We have hurricane parties. Mm-hmm. Like you go to the grocery store, yep. and it's kind of like do here and during the pandemic is like you know buy a whole bunch instead of toilet paper it was vodka yep, so yep, yep. Kind of like all of the vodka and i was like we don't need this much and then next thing you know i'm like i'm so glad we did yep. so yeah yeah I, I i if i'm being honest if i had to choose between atlanta or anywhere in florida i would choose atlanta <laughs> same why? <laughs> why atlanta uh, just because uh i i don't know about you i don't know about your experience in jacksonville i grew up uh just outside of tampa florida and i don't need to go back he got his fill i did it i did it I, it's fine <laughs> and i remember i stopped briefly in atlanta when i came out here i, I came out on a road trip and it it, uh, it was very briefly because we were we were driving um all the way from florida to la but it, it seemed like a really cool city then again I, again i was just coming out of florida so anytime i was in a big city i was like oh look at all this yeah so atlanta you get the falcons yeah 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 get- uh, really good food, like uh, historic. So it's just going really good food, mm-hmm. historic monuments, and a good booty club. So if you want to go to the booty club, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. gotta go through that. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I know what I'm doing when I go there. I'll mm-hmm. see if my girlfriend wants to All do that. Three of those <laughs> All three of those things. All three of those things. Well, that's awesome. And so, and uh, you went to Jacksonville, and then did it go from Jacksonville straight up to Los Angeles, or did? Uh, yeah. 
Um, so I got, I ended up doing Undercover Boss in 2017 and I ended up winning the show. So spoiler alert, I ended up winning the episode. They gave me $10,000. Wow. And that's wow. Exactly. <laughs> and it was like, I made $10,000 in 30 seconds. I'm not mad about it. So, <laughs> and I didn't have to take my clothes off or nothing. Nothing. So I am so happy. Um, but no, it was a really great opportunity because it's like, did I want to become a reality star or do I want to actually make a difference in life? And I knew that coming from like with my background, I was raised in a very like, you know, head driven, like back, like family. Yeah. So I was like, uh, being a reality show with $10,000 isn't really a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to just be authentic, tell the truth. And that's kind of how I started Batman Cosmetics because I was like, how can I always make sure I look good, but never have to pay for makeup again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, start a business, but it was more about celebrating the people that helped me get to where I was. Well, I really want to dive into uh, Bat Me because I, uh, starting your own business seems so daunting and all that. But before we get into all that, um, we like to start yeah. off each episode by talking about what we're into this week as kind of just a, as a, as a fun way to, to kick things off. So, Sam. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's start with you. Is there, is there something this week that you were able to check out that you were into that uh, you liked? Uh, I will. I, I think just for the superhero fans, I've been watching the new season of Agents of Shield, and it's, it's, I thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's my full review because it's, it's not amazing. Yeah, it's just really good. <laughs> yeah. um, but I've been. Um, what did I? What did I check out this week? Uh, I was going to mention comics, uh, but I think the best thing is I've been revisiting New Girl, the hit fox uh, mm-hmm. sitcom because i needed laughs um and i f- haven't watched that show in a minute and i think just a lot of the strong there's a lot of strong parts of that show but once they kind of ditch the manic pixie dream girl personality of uh zoe deschanel she's still very like head in the clouds mm-hmm. but she became very focused and you understood who her character was more and i, I really liked how they tuned her up and I really enjoy the way they made each of the supporting characters so distinct and important uh, between Coach or Winston or Schmidt or uh, Nick. Like, there's so many creative characters that are funny in their own ways, and the way that they're able, to, the writers are able to make those characters bounce off of each other. It's just endlessly entertaining, just truly endlessly entertaining. And revisiting it, I I've fully forgotten the show. I feel like <laughs> I thought I remember. Just I thought I remember right it a good amount fully just i had too many other things to think about i mean with quarantine i think the anxiety cleared a lot of my pop culture knowledge right out of my brain so i I, you know i gotta relearn it yeah i'm learning to walk again but really that this week that's been that i did want to give one more shout to oh (laughs) for people who um (laughs) for people who listen to our review of iron man 2 we had a very special guest my nephew jack Mm -hmm. and his birthday he's turning uh well i I don't want to actually say on the podcast what age he's turning but he's a he's he's having his birthday uh like within the next week and i'm very excited to do a social distanced birthday party for him we're yeah. gonna try to do like a parade where we like come by with signs and we, we got him some we're, we're trying you know like it would be i can't even imagine what it'd be like to be a kid like and not being able to see your friends on your birthday and all this stuff but yeah. they've been uh, the the kids have been great through uh through all of this and I, i'm just really proud of him also he got into video games recently so i can say this i got him luigi mansion luigi's mansion 3 on the switch because it's just scary enough you know like i think yeah. i was that age when i played the first one when it came out on gamecube and it scared the crap out of me and i want to give that to him to see if he's brave enough i want to be that uncle. <laughs> yeah you want to be the cool yeah. uncle i get it 
So, uh, Jayla, how about you? Was there anything you had a chance to uh, check out this week? God. Well, you know, with this whole quarantine thing, I have been like picking up a lot of new like things, just yeah. things in general. So I have been following the trend of houseplants. Nice. Uh, I have been trending. So I, okay, I started off with a, a, a celery stalk and it died. So I'm like, how do you? <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought just put water. I didn't know. So I'm like, maybe I should like YouTube or TikTok it. Who knows? So I went to the store and I got two more plants um, that actually have like soil in them already. So I'm just like watering them and just making sure that they're okay because I want to adopt a dog. But I was like, let's start with plants first Mm -hmm. and then try to work our up. Um, And then other than that, I have been revisiting uh, the gift it on fox so we're plugging a lot of fox shows yeah uh it was the in the x-men you know alternate universe yeah um i i missed the original run of it when it came out so i'm like going to watch over the uh the, the two seasons that it had and it sucks that it got canceled but mm-hmm. now i got time so. exactly now it's it, it uh i feel like that's maybe a, a good way to watch it when it's all together when it's all like yeah, one thing absolutely. Because I remember checking that out when it was airing, and I was like, I kind of, it was like the first couple episodes of season one, I was have, having trouble clicking with it, but there were moments that stood out, and there were a lot of really cool characters, and I'm bummed that we don't have another X-Men show, and we probably won't for a while, like, or even an so attempt like, at one. Dropping the ball with X-Men, because X-Men has always been, like, my favorite, because I can somehow relate to the whole, like, diversity of, and the people not understanding, and I feel like I was a part of the institution for gifted youngsters. You know what I mean? So I've always gravitated towards that. And I just feel like they kept dropping the ball with it. And um, I am very connected to the Fox universe of X-Men because that's what we grew up on these past couple of years. So I was glad to see that the gifted was like the last little bit Mm -hmm. of Fox. And then I was like, that's it. It's gone, forever. it's gone forever. It's gone forever. It's gone forever. Do you know? Do you, can you remember what your like intro into X Men was? Was it the comics? Was it the the Fox movies? What was what was your like gateway into the X Men? Yeah. Okay. So when I was in fifth grade, I had this art teacher, Mister Wortham, mm-hmm. and he was actually a cosplayer. He was a very like young guy, cool. and do like cosplay and all this stuff so every time i would go to his art class he had a shit ton of can i say shit ton yeah, so you yeah. can say whatever you want okay yeah yeah <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know we were on like pbs or something no no so. no we're good to go <laughs> so yeah he had a shit ton of like old comics and then after school i would go to his class and he would stay after school with me and like introduced me to comic books and like you know and he was a big marvel fan so he had like the originals avengers comics and you know all these like different ones so he would like give them to me every day of the week and then my last day of uh elementary school if you will he gave me the collection of of things and these were original avengers from like the 70s way older than i am wow still with with the uh coupon clippings inside the book oh my that's cool so i have it to this very day and i'm like Whenever someone tries to marble trivia me, I'm like, no, yeah. and that's as that's happy, yeah. you know. So it's always good to have like a Rolodex of themes, you know. Yeah, true fans always have that. They have to have the receipts. They gotta have the evidence. <laughs> yeah. It's important because people on Twitter they'll get you. They'll get you. Yeah. Um, I, actually, some... um, I lost it. I lost a boyfriend because he wanted to argue with me about the existence of Star Fox. 
and the existence of Spectrum, who used to be Captain mm-hmm. Marvel. Yeah. Back when she was black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And I'm like, did you know that Captain Marvel was black? And you're like, no, she wasn't. And I was like, this issue. So now I'm single because I like to fight people over Marvel stuff. So. I like <laughs> all the characters in the Marvel canon to have a fight over that, that Star Fox was involved. Like, I think, I think <laughs> yeah. Star Fox showed up for like, uh, like a half a page in a recent Guardians comic. But it's like nobody, nobody likes Star Fox. <laughs> nobody yeah, remembers. Nobody likes I think because he's like a sexual predator, maybe. That's yeah. always it's always like weird when you go back into the seventy some of the seventies comics. You're like, oh mm, no, mm, not now. We can't do this now. Mm-mm. Yeah, well, like, go ahead. Oh yeah, well there was a classic Miss um, Marvel run, like before she was like Captain Marvel. It was like Carol Danvers, and it was that the whole thing where she like a villain secretly with like a ray made her pregnant and the other avengers were like you know what you gotta be a mother you gotta go live with that guy and you're like what are you saying yeah, that's, what I'm talking about. Yeah. that's what we were talking about i was like well star fox was a predator yeah. Yeah. Like, the star fox that he's talking about is do a barrel roll yep oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that star fox is cool <laughs> yeah yeah that star fox is cool yeah we love it. we like that star fox uh well, okay if, quick question though when it Ranking X-Men, who are some of your, like, what's your, like, top three favorite X-Men? Okay. Um, I would have to say Storm, of course. Sunfire. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. um, and, oh, my. It's a mix-up between Polaris yeah. and, and uh, Nightcrawler. Night, I felt cool. I could I could kind of feel Nightcrawler. I mean, everyone who doesn't like yeah. Nightcrawler, he look he's like a swashbuckling elf. <laughs> I don't really know how to describe him, but he's he's up there for me too. So in you're you're watching the Gifted, and that features Polaris. What do you think about how they're handling Polaris and the Gifted? Um, I've, I'm only on like season one, like episode okay. eight, so I'm all, I'm like creeping into season two. Yeah, but um, for for what it is, I I would like to see more of like. Power. There's a lot of running around, so I'm like, I want to see yeah. them fight. Like, we actually don't get to see them fight like Sentinels. They keep talking about the Sentinels and Trask, and I'm like, okay, let's bring it together, guys. Yeah. Let's, let's fight, but we'll figure it out. I'm not going to rush it. <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll get there. We'll get there someday. But yeah, I think for me, what I'm into um, this week is I actually got to check out um, a comedy special on HBO um, from Yvonne Orji. Um, who is from Insecure, and I don't watch Insecure, um, but I want to now because my my wife was watching this and uh, she hadn't watched Insecure yet, and um, so she popped it on. It's great; she's amazing. Um, uh, it's because it, I've been, uh, but mama, mama, I made it or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and it was it was fantastic. And and then and then uh, my wife started watching Insecure, and she's been praising that to no end. So now I I want to go. Like I have I have so many things to watch, but now it's like oh okay, well now I'm gonna watch this as well. But I that was um, uh, it's great, and it and it's interesting too because um. Not only is it her stand up, but it it has segments of going back to her um, past in uh, where she grew up with her family and everything and how that informs not only her comedy, um, but like her journey. And I, I'm a big fan of like the um, 
I, I don't know, like the, the truth that people bring to their art and where that comes from and hearing stories that you don't really get an opportunity to anymore. Cause I also, I checked out, uh, Patton Oswalt's new standup special. And it's not that's bad. I'm not, I'm not going to throw Patton Oswalt on the bus, but it's like, it's not, you know, you, you know, you know, the stories is going to tell you, you've seen it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so like get an opportunity here, here, uh, from, from different voices and, and, and not only that, but like to kind of see, um, where, uh, she grew up because she's Nigerian American. Um, and so a big part of her past is in Nigeria. And so seeing that and seeing how that informed, um, her journey and and I'm a sucker for that too. Like, just like seeing other parts of, of the world. It's like, I don't, I hate flying. So I will probably never see these parts of the world, but I I, love the peanut. No, it's the, it's honestly, it's the leg room. It's the, it's the leg room. I'm six, six. And, uh, and so planes just aren't built for, for guys like me. And so it's just, and the close spaces, I don't like, I not, if I'm being honest, I don't like anything about flying. I hate it. I hate it so much, but I like seeing other places. I mean, I love flying, but I usually 100% get sick on every flight I go on. (laughs) Every time. I will bring hand sanitizer. I'm now trying to wipe down all the surfaces. I mean, after this, who knows? But like, you know, before, but every time without fail, I'd get sick. (laughs) I love flying. Oh, my God. Like, I am... That, that's the first thing I'm like, can't wait to do. Everybody's like, I can't wait to go to the bar. I'm like, I can't wait to get in the, in the, in the air, you know? So, you, so where are some places that you like to travel? Okay. Well, I like to, I do like to go back home uh, when I, every chance I get, because mm-hmm. here everything's so constructed and smoke and mirrors. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I, do, I call it trash weekend <laughs> and I go back to either Jacksonville or Atlanta yeah. and I just, experience the trash that I lived at, like, grew up in. And I'm like, ah, oh, this is very humbling at home. And you know, <laughs> having people like, you know, just walking barefoot in Walmart. I'm like, oh. Yep. I yep. Bet. I rem- it's comforting. <laughs> I remember uh I remember I was in um college in Tampa and there was a Walmart by the campus and it was like, you know, I was in, I was in college. So we went at like two or three in the morning and the uh it was one, it was packed at like, at like two in the morning. And there was this little kid, uh, running around, uh, barefoot, just running around screaming in the storm. Like, what is happening? It's Florida. Yeah. It's Florida. It's Florida. And Walmart. <laughs> it's-, it's a weird nexus. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Intersectional. <laughs> a lot so, of weird stuff can happen there. Um, so but, I mean, I'm bummed because of that. Like, I like the idea of like for you guys that you can go home cause you've made LA your home. I, I grew up in a suburb outside of it, not complaining. You can't escape. I'm fine. I can't escape. Yeah. But like whenever I visit somewhere else, I'm like, Oh wow. It's a lot better everywhere else. <laughs> like it's a lot better in like very different ways. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like I mean, I, I been trying to make yearly, like we go to Austin, Texas for, um, a film festival. And that's always been a really like special thing for us to do. Uh, and I, we've done it three years now, yeah. three years. Yeah. And I, I, I did it a couple of years before that too. And I've been doing Portland for three years and that's been like really cool. And just bummed that like, that's just not going to happen this year. Yeah. Also, I don't want to spend the money and drive there. Yeah. I don't want to be that. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Really. So I'm, I'm bummed about that, but real quick. Uh, one last thing I wanted oh, yes, to mention is I uh, also picked up uh, talking about comics. I did pick up uh, the latest issue of Wonder Woman dead earth uh, by Daniel mm-hmm. Warren Johnson. And it, it is my favorite comic on the stands right now. It is. Um, uh, I don't think there's any artist in the game that does action better than him. And there's a big Wonder Woman Superman throwdown that it, it's, it's so kinetic and engaging um 
Uh, it might be my favorite superhero fight I've ever seen in a comic. Yeah. Just, <laughs> I think just hands down. And even little details about the way, uh, and I don't know if it's his letter or if it's or if, if it's the artist, um, but the way sound effects are used, because, you know, typically you've got the, oh, boom, or whatever. The 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 way the sound effects are drawn, it's not just to convey a, 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 the sound, but the the kind of um the texture of it like you can feel the explosion or the hit or the what, whatever it's and it's part of the art and it's and it just adds to this level of uh it, you you feel like it's happening and it's just always it's it's really impressive in um in a medium that can be kind of static to have that sort of um kinetic energy uh, to it and so if you're not checking that out a lot of great books on the stands but if you're not checking out wonder woman dead earth i can't recommend it enough a quickie synopsis for people who don't know. It's Wonder Woman wakes up in a post-apocalyptic world and everything's gone. There's Humanity's basically gone. There's monsters running around. And we basically find out this is a little bit Wonder Woman's fault mm-hmm. of why this happened. But she doesn't remember why. Yeah. But also it's 100% humanity's fault yeah. and it's because she's like the she is like the god of war but also she loves humanity yeah. the way a god can. What's the limit of that love yeah. is there a limit to how much she can love for how many times humanity can mess up the earth and it's like whoo we I, I was getting uh, amped i wanted to go on a run after reading the last yeah. issue because it was yeah it was amazing therapist <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but okay so with that i recommend people check that out let us know your thoughts on our discord which you can join over at our patreon bing bing boom there's a plug right there but uh jayla i wanted to throw it over to you let's talk about bat me uh again because i want to give a a proper shout out i want our audience to go check out your company uh and and talk about its origin let's start out there like how did bat me get started Absolutely. Okay. So then a lot of people were like, why bat me the name? So let's get, it's kind of like a, a pun. It's like a dad joke inside of the, the the name. So bat me is like when you blink your lashes, like you bat your lashes mm-hmm. like that. It was like bat me. Yeah. So originally we all we did was sell like different quality um, and styles of lashes. Mm-hmm. So it was bat me lashes. And then once we started to like build a rapport with people and started gaining this audience, I felt like it was my duty to then expand because every day I get messages from people saying like, these lashes changed my life. I look great. I feel great. And I'm like, they're just lashes. But then I get to understand like, if you look good, you feel good, you'll perform good in anything that you do. So I am helping someone else come into their own and embrace what they have and embrace their creativity and art through expression. So I felt like, okay, well, now I have to keep it moving, keep this ball rolling. So a lot of people ask me, like, why now start a makeup brand when there's been makeup brands, like, you know, a thousand other brands there? I'm not really worried about who I can reach. I'm worried about the people that I already have. Yeah. So that way I'm, I'm building this community of people and getting personal with these people, knowing their names, knowing whose order is what, you know, and what they like and being in contact with them. So that way it's not, I'm not, I don't want your dollar. I want your experience. And I want to like help you move forward. Cause I always try to see the best in people cause I'm a Pisces. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> <laughs> and that's like one, it's like a major flaw, but it's also a blessing in disguise. Yeah. So oh, that's a very uh, heartfelt and, human way to run a company it's 
very encouraging. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's very yeah. rewarding because normally when you talk about uh, uh, companies, it's not – it doesn't make you feel good. There's uh, a vertical we haven't filled and we need to make a, a, a product there that people will buy in the Midwest. And you're like, oh, my God, I don't want to make content this way. <laughs> so Yeah, because it, it, it takes the fun out of it if you're just only worried about it, like the dollar amounts, you know? So something like how how do you – Hmm, how do I want to ask this question? What what does it look like managing something like that? Because normally, you know, uh, we're we work on this podcast and and working on other projects. It's a lot of like intangible stuff, not a lot of overhead. You're working with an actual product. You have to get just thinking about it just makes me want to hyperventilate. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. getting getting the items, shipping, all that stuff. What does it look like for you managing all that? Um, a lot of white claws. A little bit of pot. No. <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a little it's bit. It's got to help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so it all comes from, uh, I like to say, real life's eyes. Yeah. And what that means is, does it make sense? Do mm. we need to have uh, no shade, but do we need to have uh, luxurious boxes? Yeah. Or do we need to put the money into the actual product itself? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I have to figure out, does it make sense? Am I selling the box or am I selling the makeup? Yeah. Um, and then it goes into, I live in LA. Is it vegan? Is it gluten-free? Is it, you know, those things? Does it pass, you know, the formula test? Is it pigmented? Then we move on to me trying it out for four months. And people are complimenting me out in public. Like, oh, I like this. I like that. I'm like, okay, it's working. Mm-hmm. And then so I will never sell you shit that I don't wear myself. Yeah. I'm a walking billboard. I'll give you a close up. Look at that. There it is. Very good. Bam. Bam, <laughs> bam. And it's all bad me. So um, I, I want to make sure that I am confident about the product that I'm selling. Yeah. So that way it doesn't have to have selling points. Mm-hmm. I am the fucking selling point. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Look like yes or no. Um, but and then and then it goes into that and then it goes into the cause. So Bat Me always tries to pick a cause about what it's for. Believe it or not, I personally do not ever see any profits from Bat Me. I don't receive anything like any money for it. So I make sure that it goes back into the inventory, goes back into the business, and we also give back. So this month we're giving back to the uh, black trans protesters emergency fund so cool. as we experienced last week the liberation and the resistance of everyone which yeah. i'm so proud of yeah. um a lot of those people and just like stonewall and the you know the pride riots it was started by black trans women yeah. and these women now are being arrested with the rest of the protesters but instead of respecting people who the, for who the fuck they are these women are being placed in uh, male jail cells hmm. or men men jails, which is very unsafe for anybody you know yeah. who doesn't belong there. Yeah. So what Batme is doing right now is we're literally selling out our entire inventory to fund these to fund this emergencies so that they we can bail these women out so they're not facing harm and or danger just for protecting our rights and freedom for everyone. I wish wow. just like you know Sam was kind of mentioning earlier. I wish more businesses. Did that? I've been thinking. Actually, we were just kind of talking about this before. Like a lot of our world is based around this idea of trust between consumers and companies and stuff like that. And so it it really it it kind of makes me emotional to hear you say that because it, you wish 
you it's and like you said doesn't make sense you're you're acting out what makes sense to you and trying to be what more businesses should be and so it's really encouraging to hear that thank you i'm gonna do what i can yeah and what you're doing though is above and beyond of what a lot of people have done but more than i've done (laughs) more than like that's it's incredible there's a link by the way anyone listening or watching there's a link down below for bat me cosmetics so go follow there go support buy some lashes for yourself for your friends i play with them so there's there's a whole bunch of stuff up there so buy it all it's all vegan it's all gluten-free and it makes you look good (laughs) i love it I love That's it. Awesome. What, what are your What are your uh, Where do you want to see? Obviously, you're using Batme as a platform to to help your community. Uh, where do you see maybe where, where are your goals for Batme? Where do you see it going in the future? Absolutely. So, um, so this year we always. I mean, we kind of manifested this year. Believe it or not, like sorry, it has to be COVID and all these other things. But we manifested this. We've always wanted to say 2020 is going to be the year of clarity. And we've always said that for ourselves. And then it just happens because it all works in mysterious ways. The universe does. So this right now is still a blessing for me. And this is still my clarity moment because we're exposing racists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're exposing, you know, the biggest, we're exposing all of this, all the smoke and mirrors, no more. So it's definitely a year of clarity. So I say that um, there was, cause we were supposed to do a campaign this year called Bat Me 2020. Mm-hmm. And it was the, the slogan was be your future. Mm-hmm. And what that means is now that the time has come because you've been waiting for forever. What are you going to do to make it last forever? Make your make your existence last forever. Yeah. So I see that me, uh, of course, in like department stores, but you know it is what it is. And, but I see my I see that me being more of a community rather than a brand or a product. Yeah, I like that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really noble. And um, just it, the only other person I know that like runs a business that actually makes a product. Um, my girlfriend actually makes a, it's a health food product. Turmeric is a really big thing in the health food world right now for like anti-inflammatory properties. So yes. years ago, like years ago when she was living in Australia, she helped develop it because it kind of got big over there first and then it made its way over here. And she's got a, a health food product and she really stands behind it. And I've, I've, seen how it's had a positive impact on people and they give back with every sale of it goes to um uh magic moments youth camp youth leadership camp so it it gives scholarships to kids to come to this camp to uh learn how to be future leaders or just uh, or to help kids who might be suicidal like there's like a lot of ways that it's able to help kids and it's just sweet and also awesome to know more people that have products that they are selling that are that, that are benefiting a large group of people so i yeah. Thank you. I mean, like I haven't bought the product, but I'll go buy it now just because it's it's very <laughs> it's very sweet. But you mentioned that you're not this isn't something that you're making a profit from. So outside of this, you've been doing After Buzz, uh, Dr. Phil and, and other programs. I know I saw on uh, IMDb that you popped on the uh, a black lady sketch show on HBO, correct? Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> um, that was actually a fun day. I got a chance to work with um, Robin Thede, who is the creator of Black Lady Sketch Show, and uh, Gabrielle Dennis and Bob the Drag Queen. He was actually the 
commentator. And what it was, it was a spoof of Pose, the FX show. Yeah. And instead of it being super glamorous, it was like super Amish. Oh, nice. <laughs> so we were like, it was called the basic ball. And I was like the trophy girl. I was like, oh, here you go. Like giving it out to the winners. Yeah. And I, it was funny. And um, I know a Black Lady Sketch Show did get picked up for a season two. Great. So I've been like, I'm I'm very ashamed, a shameless plug. So I've been like hitting up Robin uh, Robin's DMs. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, girl, remember me? We had chicken sandwiches. <laughs> and uh, I think she blocked me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Before we totally get off um, the business stuff, we did have a Discord question um, from that MCU guy um, that he wanted to ask you, Jayla. Um, how do you feel about social media advertising? Do you feel it is something that works for new businesses? Or do you think like, uh, he says like Facebook and Insta, like play it up, but it really doesn't, isn't that helpful? Okay, so I would have to say that it's all about how you worded and what you are selling. So for example, um, I, I, I absolutely love social media advertising because that's how you reach the people that you would never walk or, I mean, you could go see, hop on a plane to go see, you know, you'll never see those people. So you have to reach out and people, it's not saying that people don't want to buy your stuff. They just don't know about it. Yeah. And when people do know about it and they don't buy your stuff, you can't get mad about them not supporting you because half of the people right now can't really support themselves. Mm-hmm. So I always tell, tell myself that. So it's nothing that you're doing that is quote unquote wrong or correct with this because the fact that you are doing it, that's right. Mm-hmm. So now you want to say like, who can this benefit? Who am I talking to? Uh, is it, you know, you, and you have to break down every little thing, the ages. Am I talking to men, male, female, or, or uh, both? Am I talking to people on the West Coast, people between the ages of, you know what I mean? And it's like, what do they like that can also, that is around your brand? So you have to kind of just ask yourself, who is my audience? Who am I trying to sell this to? Is it grandma from down the street? Yeah. Or is it, you know the social media influencer. You have to know who you're talking to specifically. And I know that my brand, my both my brand, my personal brand and my business brand are two different audiences. Yeah. So my Bat Me brand is for the younger, like, you know, makeup artist, artist artistic, creative people. Mm-hmm. But my personal brand is middle-aged white women. Gotcha. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I mean, like, since uh, undercover, like since undercover balls and Dr. Phil, like these are things that middle-aged white women who sit at home all day and watch these things. And they are the ones who have been messaging me saying like, I would have never met someone like you. And I'm sitting at home with my cat mm-hmm. and watching you gives me hope for the world. And you know, all those little things because people want to know how can they help. Yeah. And me, be you being able to put me on a platform and you give me the voice is helping enough. And I feel like if I'm reaching those people who would never, ever see me or talk to me, even in like middle America, cause I know I'm not welcome there, mm-hmm. <laughs> but if they are able to see me on a TV or something like that, I'm reaching those people and I'm getting yeah. those messages and it's heart it's heartfelt. So I'm not selling uh grandma Shirley eyelashes and shadows and, you know, highlighters because 
she's gonna look like a, a, a prostitute. Nothing's <laughs> 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 wrong with looking like a prostitute. I mean, hey. It, well, again, but, it's, yeah, it's about knowing what your brand is. Yeah. And what just, they want. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, I I don't know what my targeted Instagram ads are thinking that I want, but they're very effective. But they think I have a lot more disposable income. They're like, do you want this? It's like a beanbag chair that's Tempur-Pedic, and it was marked down from $1,200 to $600. I'm like, well, $600? That's saving a lot of money. I was like, wait, what the fuck? I'm not going to spend $600 on a beanbag chair? Are you insane? Are you, are you crazy? Now, okay, here's the thing. So here's the, here's the secret. So... Of course, you know, when you like say, I was just thinking that and the ads pop up or whatever like that. If you Google search it, that also helps with the pixel with the pixel ads and all that fun stuff. But even like your spending limits, like even what you like Amazon, you're like, oh, that's too expensive. That stuff still comes up. And it's like, oh, well, she has the uh the budget of a twelve hundred dollar gaming chair. So mm-hmm. here's other I was just I was just looking, Google. I was just looking. I was window shopping. I don't have no money. I was trying to buy, I really like bourbons. So I was trying to find like a specific bourbon that's usually Target has it. But when I've gone the past like couple of weeks, it's just they haven't restocked it. And so I, uh, <laughs> I looked up like, can you order a bourbon? You can. But now I get ads for this thing called like, it's a bourbon of the month club. And it's like 70 bucks a month. And they send you a bottle. I'm like, Wow. No, <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. That's crazy. That's insane to spend that much money. Huh? You should get them to sponsor the show. You need to like ad their ads. Ad. Their ads are basic. We could hit them up, and we could at least make a, a better ad for them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, we I got a beard. <laughs> I'm a white guy with a beard. Of course, I'm drinking bourbon. Yeah, <laughs> of course I am. About? What are you talking about? <laughs> Before we go any further, I did want to give a quick shout out to another friend of the show. This has been a great episode so far, but it wouldn't be possible without our friends over at Quip. Now, has your morning or evening routine changed recently, DJ? I'm asking that nebulously, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but also to why you. would it? Why would it have possibly changed? For what reason? I, it's hard. It's hard to say. I don't think I sleep at regular hours now. I haven't seen the sun in a few days, but <laughs> I do feel. I don't know. Like, I need a routine. Yes. I think that's important. The Quip's been a big help with that. But you know what? I got to ask myself, and I'm asking you as well, what's special about getting Quip slash oral care delivered? Well, one is a quarantine. You should limit how many times you go out. But the delivery system is, is top of the notch, if I may say so. Now, good health starts with good habits. Quip makes it easy by delivering all your oral care essentials you need to brush and floss better. The Quip electric toothbrush has time sonic vibrations for 30-second pulses to guide a dentist-recommended two-minute routine. But there's even a size-down version designed for children. I mean children. <laughs> Chillins. Paired with Quip's anti-cavity toothpaste in mint or watermelon, you get all the ingredients teeth actually need, and none they don't by the way their mint one is delicious i don't know if i'm supposed to say delicious for toothpaste but <laughs> but, it's but in, it is it's in, it's in my mouth <laughs> quip also has an eco-friendly <laughs> refillable floss with a dispenser you keep for life an expanding string that helps to clean in between by the way we should have someone named spencer on while we do this ad because we speaking of spencers mm-hmm. their dispenser going on this can all be in the ad read by the way quips <laughs> Brush head toothpaste and floss refills are automatically delivered on a dentist recommended schedule every three months for just $5 each. A friendly reminder when it's time for a refresh and to stay committed to your oral health. And shipping is free. Join over 3 million happy customers and practice good oral care easily and affordably with Quip. Starting at $25. 
And if you go to getquip.com slash answers right now, you'll get your first refill free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash answers. Spelled getquip.com slash answers. Quip, the good habits company. Go brush your dang teeth. Now back to the show. And wear a mask. Brush your teeth and wear a gosh dang mask. You don't need to brush your teeth under the mask. Just do it. Wear the mask. It's all important. So, uh, Jayla, you mentioned like you, you, uh, uh, kind of like actualizing this year and the, the uh, uh, finding clarity, you know, and and um, basically bigots being outed, and of course, like um, J.K. Rowling won't shut the fuck up, and uh, <laughs> and you've got every and and, and uh, I know you know Sam and I are big comic fans. You you read comic books, a lot of. Um, Comic artists or writers have been found to be not great guys in the past couple of weeks. There's a lot of like, um, there's a lot of clarity, and and I, I think you're right that it's it's in the long run it's a positive thing, but it's the it's that difficult moment of of discovering maybe a creator you liked or for some people people that they admired they necessarily shouldn't admire. And I know uh, you were on our friend Roxy's show. Um, we're we uh, big fans of her over here, and I know you talked about a little bit like you know J.K. Rowling like that. You don't care about that. That doesn't that doesn't bother oh, you at all. Yeah, oh, exactly. <laughs> Who's that? Who's that? <laughs> Is there like? Do you have? Has there ever been um, a creator that you admire that you later found out like, uh oh, this is a problem? And and what okay, is I what is your system? Because <laughs> you seem. I, I I'm kind of, I kind of envy you because you seem like a very like very chill per very unbothered person, and so is there is do you have a secret for like, like handling situations like that? Um, first off, I have to ask myself: Were they in Forbes? I didn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, that that's so superficial. But honestly, um, it 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 took like you know time to develop that muscle of not giving a fuck because every day I leave the house, every day I wake up in the morning, I'm living in a resistance in itself. Yeah. So I have to learn how to defy the eyes. You know, even if I go to the mailbox, if I'm going to go to Walmart or, or the big lots, I have to, I'm, I'm living in a resistance. Yeah. So people aren't going to always agree with me about walking you know what I mean? Yeah. So let alone going to the bathroom and, you know, all those little things. So you have to pick and choose your battles, pick and choose your battles because you can't fight the whole world. You can't be everybody. And you're going to just tire yourself out if you just swing and swing and swing in yeah. and never take the time out to breathe. Now, my initial reaction is, oh, girl, please. You know what I mean? I just keep throwing. But then I realize how this is affecting other people who don't have that uh, that mentality of brushing it off because it, it also pushes back the narrative of, you know, everybody being free or it, whatever the case might be. So like we mentioned earlier, a lot of meditation and, and spiritual practice and a lot of like redefining myself yeah. helps with that process of, "Quote unquote, not giving a fuck." Yeah, I like that a lot. We we have a we have a question from our Discord. Danny X says, uh, "Can you yeah. separate the creator from the art? How do you go about it?" Uh, uh, so when it comes to that, like your your meditation, you're doing that. Is do you kind of like do you think people should view the art as separate from the creator? Is it? What are your thoughts on that? 
Oh, okay. I was going to say something, but that might be tipping on, on eggshells. So, uh, yes, you can. I was going to say a, a movie that I like, but the person who, like, the production company is really bad people. Okay. So, it, you know, and that's just what we're facing right now. Yeah. Uh, I I like a lot of music and art that has influenced everyone. You know what I mean? And there's a little bad about everything. Like how many times I, I have Disney Plus yeah. and, you know, Walt, Walt Disney wasn't that, you know, he wasn't Mickey Mouse. Yeah. So I have to kind of learn to appreciate the hard work that goes into it because I personally don't know these people. Yeah. So I can't be a personally about them but i can just empathize i can be like well dang that's really fucked up and then you know and then also because cancel culture is real so who gives a fuck what i say if the people cancel you you cancel you're that's done. it you're canceled yeah so i'll let the cancel culture do it for you i'm just gonna just sit on back now as and pretending to this i am glad i can say this gladly that I have never been, because I used to always get shunned for it mm -hmm. uh, before. I'm not a Harry Potter fan. Mm -hmm. So Miss JK has never had any of my black dollar. Honey. Yeah. So You're ahead of the curve. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, I am like, who? Like, you know, mm -hmm. and it's sad. She has so many people like, you know, she fooled us all, I guess. But I'm glad to say I've never visited Harry Potter world. I've never had a butter beer or whatever the case might, whatever it is. I'm happy. So she's done. She's done. She's but, gone. Yeah. She should have sticked to fantasy land or wherever she was. And that, that should have just been that. But that's what happens when you give people too much, too much leeway, if you will. Yeah. And I'm like, why, why would you say these things? And a lot of people who say stuff like that are very ignorant on the topics. Most ignorant people say the most like, absurd things and they talk the loudest about things they don't know fuck about you yeah. know what i mean so uh we move on yeah <laughs> It's what it's, you know, like, again, like knowing, uh, uh, knowing yourself, knowing your brain, knowing that stuff. It's like, Hey, you know, maybe just stick to talking about, uh, publishing books, you know what I mean? And you, yeah. you stay out of the rest of it, especially like if you just, don't know. And just, and just that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, but you know, sometimes I feel like, uh, with that, like, um, where it's like people tell actors to stay in their lane when they're talking about like stuff that does matter. But then at the same time you hear JK Rowling say her stuff and you're just like, yeah. just, for real go back to harry potter go back mm -hmm. to writing the 17th fantastic beast movie that no one's gonna like <laughs> don't just go back to it but um oh i did want to bring up uh bat me one more time because i or at least or a couple more times keep plugging it keep plugging it keep plugging it well so it's been on it's been uh, if i read your website correctly it's been promoted or used on a couple of shows correct Cor uh, correct me yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry i had a stroke oh <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so we had the opportunity to work on Pose uh, on FX. So we're one of the leading uh, makeup brands because they're using all like, you know, indie brands to promote this great show. And yeah. they actually got nominated last year for an Emmy for like outstanding looks or whatever the category was. So I'm just happy to be a part. So I was like, if they if they would have won, does that make me like an Emmy winning makeup company? I think so. I, listen, you can put it on the box. I put Hello? less. I put less on business cards or email signatures. You're totally fine. You can do that. Hold the phone. Okay. Hold the phone. I, like, I don't want to be like you know, like you know, people say, "Well, Michael Jackson was my fourth, 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 fourth cousin." Yep. Mm -hmm. so it was very that. 
Um, and we also got a chance to do uh, the rock show Ballers. Oh, cool. Um, cool. We did some makeup on them and it was really great. Now, when people when I say makeup, I personally don't do nobody's makeup. I'm not a Sephora girl. I'm not a counter girl. I can't do anyone's makeup to save my life. So that's why I just stick to selling it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I can do my own makeup. I did my own makeup today because um, I just great. know how like supposed to look but i'm like <laughs> you know and it's, and it's like oh you don't want me to do anybody else's face so i just stick to what like i said stick to what i know and it's just uh selling products <laughs> i'm kind of still hung up on you talked about um uh pose being nominated for an uh, emmy with the makeup and everything and i'm like who could they have possibly lost to <laughs> yeah the, that show the, every I, I, it might have been it might have been RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay. All right. All right. Because I we're um, they went every year. Uh, me and my wife are big fans of Pose, and um, and so it's really cool to hear that your makeup's been involved in that show because it's a uh, big fan of it. Yeah. So all the lashes that you see on the on the especially like more of the more of the second season, mm-hmm. um, you'll see you saw more of like our looks and our and our eyelashes and all that kind of great stuff. And very cool. Uh, Season three, we're back. We're they're doing it again. I think uh, Ryan Murphy, FX, all those people for giving me the opportunity to make sure that our cast members look great and I guess reaching back too because I had an opportunity to work. With, so the reason how I got posed was Angelica Ross, who plays Candy, was uh, is on the show. Yeah. She was one of my first Bat Me models ever. Wow! And then she like blew up. Mm-hmm. And was like, well, I know somebody that can help us, and she and she reached back. That's incredible. And that's how you're supposed to do it. Up. And and that is what helped me uh, continue to keep passing the torch, and then expand into this full cosmetics line, and continue to have the principles that I have. I love it. That makes me so happy. And it makes me, and it's also good as we talk about, you know, um, uh, people not being so great. It makes me happy to hear a show that I enjoy actually benefiting the community and being a part of that and actors in it going back and supporting uh, the people that have been a part of their history. But before we wrap up, um, I know on Roxy's show, um, you mentioned that you like to game. And I feel like it would be a mistake to let you go without talking about gaming a little bit. I know you were talking a little bit about... Yes, being, uh, my favorite part. Yeah. I, I know you, you talked a little about being uh, excited about um, Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, is there anything... Like, what are you What are you playing? Are you playing anything right now? Okay. So, right now, I... Uh, so, this is like my revisiting stage. I am revisiting uh, Battlefront 2. Nice. Uh, Star Wars. So that's kind of what I'm stuck on right now. Like I was supposed to do my laundry yesterday and I was like, okay, one more round, one yep. more round. <laughs> and then like somebody actually just moved my clothes for me. So um, I thank my neighbors for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so I'm back to the Uncharted series. Nice. Uh, yeah. So I'm back in Uncharted. I've been kicking little 12 year old ass in Fortnite. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> and let's see. Um, and a, a little bit of GTA on the side, like online. But those are pretty much like my main games right now. Uh, super excited for PlayStation 5 to come out. If anybody mm-hmm. want to pay for mine, uh, I'll give you my Venmo. And, and, uh, and I'm excited about uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Yeah. I, I legit like boo cried when I saw the reveal trailer and my friends were like are you okay I was like it's just so happy to me that because I always preach that representation matters so much yeah. especially now so 
growing up, I didn't have nothing but Storm. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So then seeing all these characters evolve and, you know, characters with disabilities, characters who, you know, who are Middle Eastern, you know, you just see different varieties. It, it, it keeps the principle of what Stanley stood for. And now that this is happening and kids today get to see, you know, uh, biracial Spider-Man or whatever the case might be, it just makes me so happy. And, Fuck the people in the comments who are saying, like, I'm never going to buy this game. And why is Spider-Man black? Uh, Spider-Man has been black since 2011. Mm-hmm. And he's one of the grossing spinoffs of Spider-Man. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I also don't understand. And I feel I've said this before. I don't understand why people get up in arms about that. If you're a fan of games, if you're a fan of movies, if you're a fan of TV shows, more stories, different stories. You should be in that. Sh- you should be on board with that because you want to mm-hmm. switch it up. You want new opportunities and to see new and different things and experience. Like whatever. So as far as PS Five goes, Miles Morales. We talked a little bit about that too last week. Big fans of that. Was there any other PS Five? Because I just watched a video the other day that kind of like ran down all the trailers. Were there any other any other things that you're like, oh, I'm way on board for that? Okay, if I tell you, will you judge me? No, no right? No, <laughs> no judgment. This is a no judgment zone. I am looking forward to Stray. Stray is that the one with the cat and the robots? Yes, it looks amazing. <laughs> I missed that one. What's that one? So, uh, for those that don't know, I again, I just saw the trailer. I don't even really know what the gameplay is, but you're basically, uh, and Jayla, correct me if I'm if I'm wrong here. You're basically a delivery cat in a post-human world. Like instead of uh, humans, there's these all these kind of cute-looking robots, and we just we just got a cat. So me, I saw this. I'm like, well, I'm on board. Uh, you, yeah, yeah I mean, take all my money. I, I don't yeah. even know what the game is. Yeah, I'm on board. I think, it, I think it might be similar to the game. Uh, there's a game, a PC game, where you play as a detective, but you're a cat. Nice. And it's like humans. Yeah. And it's it's something island. I can't remember what it was. But um, it's kind of like similar to that. Like you're just you're playing as the cat and you're going through this open world. So uh, I when I saw it, I was like, this is pretty cool. I don't know what the hell it's about. Yeah. But I noticed the cat has this like pretty cool backpack. Mm-hmm. So maybe some like, you know, Jack and Daxter type thing. But who knows? I'm excited. Yeah, that's the Jack and Daxter. I know they announced the new um... Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet and Clank, yeah. yeah. I didn't yeah. play Ratchet and Clank until I was like a teenager, like on like the PS3 maybe, because I just missed it as a kid. And then all of a sudden I realized how great it was. I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. Like this is such a cool <laughs> game. So I'm so, I'm really excited there's a new one of those coming out. Yeah. But again, if you want to buy a PS5 for the three of us, not <laughs> one for the three of us, three for, for each, each of us. us. For three of we us. We will yeah. give you our Venmos or our yeah. PayPals. Pay- PayPal's just an email. You just need to send <laughs> it's an just email. an email. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Jay, are you? It sounds like because it sounds like you're playing a good mix. But do you prefer single player experiences or multiplayer? It depends. Uh, I I am a multiplayer kind of girl because okay. I have super fast internet. I don't mind paying the extra whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am like very invested in like making other people cry, <laughs> and I like to make sure that you can hear them like, "Oh fuck you!" I'm like, "Yeah, fuck you too." <laughs> But my thing is, like, no one really knows that I'm, like, super gamey unless you, like, see me over here. And I'm, like, in my gaming, my tongue out, like, (laughs) you know. But um, I am, like, (laughs) I don't know. It's it's been taking over me. I guess quarantine is to blame for that. Yeah, I've I've definitely revisited some stuff. I I started playing, um, uh, I got Red Dead 2. 
um, when it came out in November and I was just doing the single player mode. I'm like, I'm fine. Now in quarantine, I've gotten on an online yeah. and me and my buddy play online and stuff like that. And so it's like, you know, what else are you? Yeah, are you, you know, I, I might be more multiplayer, uh, even more when the Avengers game comes out. Um, yeah. It's been pre-ordered already, so I'm mm-hmm. ready for it. <laughs> and I know that they're going to release some more stuff on the 24th about like story missions and all that kind of stuff. So I can't wait. And uh, yeah, so once we once we get that, we can definitely multiplayer. I'm Hell down. yeah, let's do it. Yeah. I, I, I'm so excited that like, because Kamala Khan is like the main character for Avengers. And that's so cool that like, just like, cause she's a relatively new character, just like miles rel- relatively compared to like yeah. Peter Parker, but still they've been around for a while and now they're getting their due with her own show on Disney plus, And she's in this game and miles is getting his own game. Also, I downloaded the song. It's a kid Cudi song. that's in the trailer for miles Morales. It's really good. <laughs> I've been re-listening to it. When I'm running. I'm so fucking excited for both of those characters getting their time to shine. Cause they're great. And I, I, I'm, I'm also going to be watching Spider Verse this week because it's been a minute. I think it's been oh, yeah, maybe three that. months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I see a lovely poster in the bag, and I'm like, yeah. "Did you cry during that movie?" Of course, yeah. of course. Every time I cry, every time, but sometimes at different points. Mm-hmm. But I always get chills at the what up, what's up, danger, uh, jumping off the building scene. Every time, like my, like the hair on my legs. That stand is my up. favorite scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's incredible. And- it's. It's, the I was perfect watching this movie. video of like on YouTube and it was like the top 10 best movie scenes of all time. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the scenes. It was like number oh, two. Cool. And I was like, okay, I don't feel like, you know, I'm the only one that feels this way. And I just have a box of tissues and I cry. I haven't cried that much in a movie since, um, uh, it was the Lion King, of course. <laughs> and then there was another movie, the fault in our stars. Okay. Yeah. I, I cried so much during that, but I cried like kind of like the same when Spider-Verse comes on. I'm like, oh my God. And I just have a box tissue and just boohoo. So that's why, like, I don't know why I am so like personally attached to Miles. Like I know him, but it's just, I don't know. It's just so heartwarming. It it just made me think though, in the Spider-Man PS4 game that just came out, you got like 30 different suits it would be really cool if you could get Miles's like spray painted suit from the movie in the I think game. We're gonna get it for the next one. Yeah, oh, maybe. okay. That would be cool. Yeah. I would. I would what really I like to is, see that. What happened? I think is Square Enix did both games at the same time. Because mm. there is no way in hell like this is like oh here you go yeah Man, right. They have it just ready I'm to like, go. Yeah, but I kind of saw it coming when. As soon as they introduced this character, I was like, oh, this is going to be a DLC, I thought. Mm -hmm. But it's a whole new game. I was like, okay, you beat me on that Mm -hmm. one. (laughs) I'm so excited. And, man, I I don't know about PS5. I'm usually, like, three years late on buying next-gen consoles just because I don't want to spend all that money. But, like, that's going to be tough. I really want to play that Miles game, and I want to play it right. But uh, that being said. Uh, Jayla, one more time, where can people find you uh, to watch your stuff or follow you on social media? Where can they get you? Absolutely. So I don't have Twitter, um, but I do because I'm not like that interesting enough to be like, I had coffee today, you know. Uh, (laughs) I think you're smart to not be on Twitter because it's it's stressful. (laughs) It's criminating. (laughs) It is. It is. Um, Yeah. So you can you guys can follow me on uh, Instagram at 
who is Jayla Rocks? Because a lot of people don't know who I am, but you will once mm-hmm. you figure out my lovely dance parties on Instagram that I post on my stories. And uh, you guys can shop at Batme Cosmetics, B-A-T-M-E Cosmetics.com. And uh, yeah, that's it. I'm not that uh, funky of a person. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. That's awesome. Jayla, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, this was a really special episode and I really hope our audience, uh, cause they've always been supportive of our guests and they've always, we've got, we're lucky to have a really yeah. supportive and sweet audience. So please go check out Batme Cosmetics. I love you guys too. <laughs> They're all great. And Danny M, I know you were in the chat today and I appreciate you guys and everyone else joining us in the chat. Um, thank you for sending in questions and supporting us. If you do through Patreon, it's patreon.com slash only stupid answers. You can join us there and join our discord where you can talk with us uh, and talk with each other make new friends, do that kind of stuff. You can follow us on Twitter at Only Stupid Answers. Yank out the vowels from stupid. Works so much better when we're in the room together. But we try. Uh, we, we make it work. We make it we work. We make it work. But we uh, have reviews coming out on our YouTube channel for Doom Patrol. There's actually a spoiler-free review out right now. There's a review for Stargirl, for Harley Quinn. Gang, support us however you can. But uh, if you wouldn't mind, share this podcast and rate it on whatever podcasting app you listen to it on. But until next time, stay safe. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. Don't, don't listen to anybody else. Wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Just wear a mask. Yeah, we'll see you guys wearing- next time. Bye-bye.